Welcome to Straightforward. Hi, I'm Kim McKay and I'm an idea DJ. I use my unique blend of clarity and creativity to mix and remix the world's best business ideas. In this series, I'll be talking to my mate Emma Castle and a host of experts to help you move straight forward in business. I've been accused of being blunt and I don't have time to waste and neither do you. So let's kick off today's episode. It's such a privilege to welcome our next guest. Lucy Piper is affecting real change when it comes to climate action in business. After 10 years working in travel, she felt the pull to do something about the climate crisis. Now at Work for Climate, Lucy's building a movement of influencers and driving change in businesses big and small, even those who work from home. Lucy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure to join you. So, Lucy, you've got a really amazing pedigree and career. Do you want to sort of take us through your career to date and what you're up to these days? Oh, thank you. Yeah, sure. So I spent about 10 years working in brand and creative at a travel company. So I worked at a business called Intrepid Travel and was their global head of creative, which was a dream job, got to travel the world making uh, films and shooting photographs and just going on really, really awesome adventures. And after I had my child in 2018, so I've got an almost three-year-old now, uh, it really kind of catalyzed the urgency I was feeling around the climate crisis. And I wanted to be able to answer my son when he turns around to me at some point in the future and says, hey, mum, what were you doing during that critical decade when we still had a chance to mitigate the worst effects of the climate crisis, what were you doing? And so I I made the decision to work full time on solving the climate crisis. And so now here I am at Work for Climate. I mean, mum, what are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? And so you've been there for how long now, Work for Climate? So I joined Work for Climate in July last year, so a little bit over a year. And in that time, we have been uh, building our platform, building our program, doing a lot of testing and learning. Um, we, we're born out of the methodologies of kind of tech tech startups and, and more disruptive industries. So obviously, I come from Intrepid, which is a really entrepreneurial Australian business. And and I had learned from the the business leaders within Intrepid, like you set goals, you set ambitious goals, ambitious timelines, and you figure it out as you go and, and had come from that really entrepreneurial space. And the founder of Work for Climate, Brian Rollins, uh, is, a, is a leader in the tech space and had been the general manager at Atlassian for a very long time. Our product manager is also from the tech world. So we've been working in those kind of test and learn loops, trying to build stuff, learn fast, and then adapt what we're doing. And then we launched our our platform and our brand at the end of June this year. So we've been live now for a couple of months and it's going great guns. And we're about to kick off our renewable energy cohort in October. Very exciting times. Congratulations. So if just to sort of maybe crystallize it for us, what's the mission of the business? So what are you, I mean, I know it's in the name, but maybe just sort of tell us what you're setting out to do and the key ways you're going to sort of look to do that. Yeah, sure. Great question. So what we're trying to do at Work for Climate is essentially 
build a movement of climate influencers inside businesses all over the world. Uh, What we do is we give individual employees and professionals the strategies, skills and frameworks to drive ambitious climate initiatives at work and help their businesses decarbonize faster and really rapidly transition into that renewable energy uh, economy. What we do is we provide content, community and cohorts, like I mentioned before, to guide people through that process of gathering the data, building the business case and developing a roadmap for a business to achieve significant uh, climate goals. For example, switching to 100% renewable energy or maybe committing to an ambitious like net zero target, not a 2050 target, maybe it's a 2030 or a 2035 net zero target. And the way that it works is we've built out these things called playbooks, which are like a, a roadmap for employees to follow that guide them through how to make that change and influence that change at work. I love the nuance here. You, you're referring to employees a lot. So you're you're actually, I guess, teaching people to, how to influence from the middle or to influence up and down and around in a, in a company. Is that what I'm, am I hearing or interpreting that correctly? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we talk to employees. I think that business leaders of large corporations, whether they be like a CEO or a corporate executive, they're probably going to be coming at this from different angles and they have different pressure points, maybe from boards or from investors and shareholders, but at an employee level. So regardless of how senior you are in a business, more and more people are feeling the urgency of climate and they may or may not be doing stuff in their individual lives, but know that it's going to take systemic change to be able to actually make the transition that we need happen. And so they're looking for ways to get their business or their company to commit to things and to make changes. So our idea, the the mission is about finding those people within organisations, regardless of their level of seniority, and helping them unlock the kind of secret to influencing within their organization and and getting them to drive these changes regardless of how senior they are. I absolutely love that. I think it's built from a really powerful insight as well. And it's, you know, you hear so many businesses launch because they see something untapped in the market or not done and you just sort of start to gloss over those comments. But this feels like it really is filling a, a pretty powerful and important need by people who want to change but you just give as you said giving them those playbooks and they don't have to be the owners you're not looking at the ASX listed companies necessarily so I'm guessing this is really impactful for small business owners and employees would I be correct there? Yeah absolutely I think for a small business the opportunity to really accelerate your transition to that zero emissions renewable economy is very powerful. And there's simple things that small businesses can do. For example, uh, I mentioned before switching to 100% renewable energy. Like that's quite a simple change for a small business, but it will already be doing a lot of the heavy lifting to reduce their emissions. Um, The other things for small business is like, Right now, a lot of businesses and business owners can be put off making 
changes like this that that are a big transition because they're nervous about short-term profit, for example. But transformation into renewable energy and emissions reduction can easily be reframed as efficiency projects. So it's about making your business more efficient, less wasteful, and it's about accelerating that transition. And so if you if you see this period of time, this moment that we're in as an opportunity to kind of almost leapfrog the competition and establish yourself in this zero emissions renewable economy, it's going to be great for small business. The advantage is they can move swiftly, accelerate what they're doing and really optimise on the profit potential before your competition. They can also answer that question when they're three 13-year-olds you know, ask the mum, what did you do in that critical decade? <laughs> yeah, totally. I think that the opportunity for business owners and for small businesses is massive because, like, if you transition your business, you are really contributing to the systemic change that needs to happen. It's this idea of, like, 10x your impact or or just amplifying what you as an individual can do. So if you have that lever of, of a small business that's massive. And, and uh, yeah, like you say, as kids are growing up and they're becoming teenagers and they're asking their parents who, who might be senior in a business or might own their own small business, and they can say, hey, actually, yeah, this is what we did. We source renewable energy. We committed to zero emissions. We figured out the pathway. We helped influence our supply chain to get them to transform how they do business as well. Like the impact could be extraordinary. And I guess just maybe one sort of question around the zeitgeist with a lot of businesses now being virtual or remote and may not go back into offices. Have you guys come up with the businesses in that kind of arena looking for ways to change? Because they've all of a sudden became home-based businesses. So the the ideas mightn't come to them as as quickly as to how to, to make some of these powerful transitions. Mm, that is such a great question. And it's something that Everyone, individual, business, community, like everyone is grappling with how to solve this, plan for it and adapt to it. I think on on a basic level when it comes to stuff like emissions reduction and energy use, that's about the transition for a company thinking about their assets as employees' homes and now almost an extension of their assets. So the measurement and the reduction of energy use is is now it's complex it's more complex in a way but it's also not that complex because as individuals we're all used to managing and paying for and p- procuring our own power so i think that there's opportunities there the other way that i think about this is that a lot of our workforce right now particularly knowledge workers people who are in those maybe more established periods of their career, perhaps they're in their mid-30s to mid-40s. They're at this uh, moment in time where we're trying to navigate a significant transition, which is working in the office to working from home to this virtual communication all the time. But this is the same generation who have also navigated and, in fact, led the transformation from analog to digital. Now we've got to lead that transformation from in-person to working from home, communications over Zoom. This is the same generation that will have to lead our transition from 
our current way of living and and reliance on fossil fuels into that renewable energy transition. And I think that this this generation now are really well placed to be able to reimagine how we do business and how we manage these problems and how we measure for them and and become more efficient in the way that we work. So the people who are sort of um, still with us, who are cheering us on in this episode going, yes, this is, this is me, this is speaking to me, what are some, I guess, maybe one or two, I'm not going to ask you the how-to, I'm going to ask you more around what are the goals or the vision they could sort of go back to their boss or um, colleague and just say, you know, what if we, like you said earlier, um, got to zero emissions? What are some of the tent poles I think they could they could go back to and just say, let's work towards this, just so they can, or the best way for them to start a conversation, I guess, with their coworkers? Mm, that's a great question. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to go away and write that question down and, and uh, have a think about it some more and perhaps write something up from it, Kim. So thank you. I think that the way that we frame the goals that we have in work for climate is around four key areas. So that's one way that people can firstly navigate into this challenging work. So those four key areas, are, like I said, energy, emissions, money, and influence. So The energy is about switching to 100% renewables. Emissions is about rapidly transitioning to zero emissions. Money is quite an interesting one, and that's to do with where a business has its investments. So where do you do your banking or where do you have your company's default superannuation fund? So a way into that one, for example, could be having that conversation with, with someone in your finance team. Hey, did you know this is our default superannuation fund and did you know they invest in XYZ and looking at exploring opportunities to perhaps switch that default superannuation fund or engage with your existing one and really interrogate where those investments are. And the final one that I mentioned, influence, is to do with how your how your business is advocating for progressive climate policy. So there was a report that came out at the very end of last week done by Influence Map in the UK and they said that the negative lobbying that fossil fuel companies invest in at a government level is so far outweighing the positive lobbying from businesses that are actually doing the right thing when it comes to climate that it's actually stalling progress at a a legislation level. So if you have a smaller and medium business you don't have to be perfect in every way to be able to put your voice to this and say, hey, we need to do more as a society for uh, better climate outcomes. So there are steps that you can take internally uh, to get your company to lobby and to just use its voice and they're inexpensive things. It can be as simple as getting your company to Uh, sign up to a pledge and make that really public, you know. So we have those four areas. And um, what we do with our playbooks is we try to step you through getting to those goals and almost having micro goals along the way so that you can build a sense of momentum and a sense of achievement that you're actually moving towards uh, climate climate action. I I just, I've written those down. So I've you know, you've really inspired me today. I was so excited to have this chat today, but I'm even more inspired because just getting that insight into 
you know, this has felt just as as myself as a business owner, it's felt very overwhelming to to tackle something like this when you're just trying to tackle a pandemic and and get through. Climate change just feels like, oh, maybe I'll do some stuff at home or whatever. You've really given us inspiration, but also actionable, you know, ways that make this feel quite achievable. What's the best way for people to kind of contact you, Lucy, or who in in their your organisation should we should people reach out to, or the website? Let us know, you know, what steps we can take if people really want to sort of see this through. Sure. Well, we are at workforclimate.org. So you can access all of our tools for free at workforclimate.org. And you can reach out to me, just hit up the info at workforclimate.org email address. We read every email and uh, I'll be in touch and I'm here to answer any questions. I'm extremely passionate about helping people see the ways that they can connect their own action to driving this systemic change. It can be done. We have the agency and we don't have to be complicit in climate destruction, we can actually have a really, really significant impact. So I'm excited to hear from your listeners. Oh, I I am too. I'm excited to hear from them and I'm excited to kind of go on my own journey here now that it, it feels within reach, I guess, you know. You've given me that reminder, that timely reminder, that small steps, you know, make a big impact. So I appreciate that. And I just, from the minute you were sort of um, started talking about how small businesses and employees are the people you want to speak to, I just think those people have been um, ignored, not ignored, but not catered to. Mm. Um, and, and you've really filled that gap. And I'm so excited for you guys and, and proud to have you on the show today. So thank you so much. Thanks so much, Kim. It was awesome to talk to you. Thanks for listening to Straightforward. I'm Kim McKay. If you liked today's episode, please leave us a review. If you want more information, why don't you visit my website, kimmckay.com.